Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where hormone harmony steps in. Hormone harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali.
Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Sweaty Sash Podcast. My name is Callie. If you are new here, welcome. I am so glad you are here today. This is your go-to guide for all things health and wellness, motivation, self-care, just helping you live and be and thrive as your best, sweatiest self. Every single week, I tell you guys what my sweatiest moment of the week was. This is a moment where I felt like I was really being my best self and showing up for myself in some moment of my life. Um, So this week, I really figured out the art of balancing life and how important it is to stop taking life so freaking seriously. I am currently a senior in college. I've I'm on my last semester and to be completely honest with you, I definitely struggle a lot with balancing work, friends, my own mental sanity and my motivation to be healthy. So it's a lot and I also have other jobs besides school as well. So it definitely becomes a lot of overwhelming moments and this week I finally was talking to my mom and she was like, you need to enjoy being a college student. You need to be one, enjoy it. And I decided right then and there, that's what I was going to do. So I have been going to the pool a lot. I've been doing a lot of workouts. I've been cooking lots of yummy foods. I made some new friends. It's just been a good, fun week. And to be honest with you, it definitely is hard when you are in these kind of work mindsets for a long time to get over the fact that you're not going to accomplish as much in the work world when you are hanging out with people more than you were before because think about it if you hang out with people more you have less time to do the work so it is a struggle to get over that but I can definitely tell you it has been worth it so definitely been feeling happier in that regard I think your relationships are absolutely one of the most important parts of your life. End of the day, your work is really not going to be the most relevant thing to you when you're 80 years old. So I think place a lot of emphasis on those people you're with, the memories you're making, but also don't slack off because, you know, end of the day, you do need to work to make some money and it is accomplishing and makes you more motivated if you have goals. So yeah. That was the sweatiest moment of the week and yeah, <laughs> so we're going to get right into the episode today. Also, before we start actually, I want to congratulate every single one of you who finished the 14-day sweaty love challenge. This was a guide that I posted for all of you. It was 14 days of doing things that were loving to yourself. There were journal prompts, exclusive workouts, affirmation moments, little self-care challenges. So fun. And it is still available on my website as well. I will link it below. I swear it is worth it. And you can start it literally whenever your heart desires. Okay, so we're going to now get into the episode today. And as always, I did ask you guys what you want me to talk about in today's episode. And I was getting a lot of similar topic requests surrounding the idea of motivation when you're burnt out, how to balance your life. And I wanted to also talk a little bit about how to cope with having friends or family members that don't have the same fitness goals as you and what you should do to stay true to your goals. Okay, let's get right into the show. Okay, so burnout. It is that feeling of 
absolutely dreading what you're doing. And it's the feeling of feeling that was no that was not English, the feeling of feeling. But basically your headspace becomes very foggy. You feel low creativity. You kind of try to escape from your reality and do things that aren't what you need to do. And frankly, you just have lost your passion. Burnout is so common and it's common in so many aspects of your life. Think about it. You can have burnout in your relationships. You can have burnout in your school or work life. You can have burnout in your exercise. You can have burnout in just so many areas. And I think what's important to know about burnout is it is a temporary thing. It's not a long-term thing if you make it a long-term thing. It can be, but with these hacks that I'm about to tell you, it's going to be temporary, I can guarantee. I actually just did a post about this on Instagram because I've been really burnt out feeling lately because I've been just working my freaking butt off and I want to share you share with you what I've been doing that has truly helped me so much these past several weeks. So number one is get off your phone. Okay, so burnout is a very common thing that happens when you are using too much energy than you can possibly sustain. Energy as in what you're giving out to the world instead of giving to yourself. So when you're on your phone and you're scrolling through Instagram, you're scrolling through your text messages, responding to people, taking phone calls, that energy is going to other people. Even when you're reading things, consuming content, that energy is going to whatever you're reading. So if you're over consuming things, you're going to feel just like a very cluttered headspace. And I've that's what the main thing I've been feeling is a very cluttered, overwhelmed headspace where I feel like my personal beliefs, thoughts, and ideas are lost in the mix. I did a two-day social media detox two weekends ago. No, actually one weekend ago. Yeah, one weekend ago. And I took two days off of my entire phone. I shut off my phone. I had a little moment. I was like, I just need to stop being on my phone. I feel so drained. Shut it off. Didn't touch it. Put it in my bag. And I felt so revived after that little phone detox. I can't even tell you. I was honestly, I kind of wanted to take a few more days on my detox, but it is tough when I do do a lot of my work from my phone, like social media posting. But I promise that if you are like me and you are using your phone for so many different things that aren't just for fun, there are ways you can take detoxes. And a two-day detox on the weekend is so doable. If you're having to work seven days a week, then you should talk to your boss because that's not healthy. If you're a social media manager, schedule the post in advance. Take off the weekend. If you're a content creator, same thing. Carve out one to two days. Don't go on Instagram. I promise your followers will still be there if they're true to you. And if you are just not a content creator, not a social media person, but you have a big social life and you feel like people always need things from you, text responses, Just text your friends before you do it. Tell them you're taking a detox for yourself. If they really need you, text, I don't know, just come to your apartment. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Okay, so that really helped me. I promise no excuses there. Everyone needs a break from their phone at some point. Number two is 
what are you doing when you wake up in the morning? Are you immediately reaching for your phone? Are you laying there not for a second just with yourself doing a little breathing exercise? Think about your morning, exactly what you do when you wake up. I really noticed a big difference in my day when I automatically reach for my phone versus when I take a moment, do meditation, lay there, don't go on my phone. The phone is the big problem here. And I seriously, it doesn't have to be like a 15 minute meditation. It can literally be just breathing, four slow breaths. It can be just anything, but just don't go on Instagram because once again, it comes back to that energy thing. The second you reach for your phone, you're giving your energy to your phone instead of to yourself. So I recommend doing that. You can even journal, go on a walk. So many things you can do in the morning that aren't going on your phone. Number three, I have been loving morning movement and I've been doing little cardio workouts. Lately, I honestly realized I wasn't doing a lot of cardio and I started incorporating that back into my routine as long, along with my Pilates workouts and it has been such a game changer. I feel like it just really clears my head and the little burst of energy in the morning just will wakes me up, gets me ready to go, work hard and definitely has been helping with the burnout feeling. Also, if you don't know what workouts to do, you feel like you don't have time for a workout, I post so many 15, 20-minute workouts. There's even 10-minute workouts as well. So check them out. My YouTube is I'm Sweaty and I Know It. I post a new workout every Monday, and I also do a lot of live workouts on Saturdays. In fact, I am hosting a 14-day pop-in Power Pilates Challenge with Way Better app. Starts March the 1st, goes through March the 14th, and you do four of my workouts per week. There are a list of the workouts, super easy. Click the link, takes to right to the workout. It's free. If you sign up using the link below, you do in fact get 10 free credits to bet, quote unquote bet, put the money in the pool with the other people joining the challenge. If you complete the challenge successfully, you get your $10 back as well as whatever is left in the pool from people who don't complete it. It's really easy. All you have to do is a little self check-in, take a selfie after you work out, upload it to the app and that is all there are already about 60 people signed up so really hype about it and you can be one of those 60 plus people okay so number four is I always talk about this but meditations you guys I realize that a lot of people are just they feel like meditations are a fad and they don't think they can do the meditation I was one of those people Last year, I seriously was telling myself that meditations were too difficult for me. I couldn't focus for that long. I couldn't get zen enough. And I finally, just one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to try one. I tried one and seriously, game changer. I I loved it. I'm not going to lie though. It was hard to get into it first. I felt my mind constantly wandering, which was definitely difficult. But the more I've done it, I seriously have become so much better at it and it is way it is just so impactful and you feel so in tune with yourself what your body needs what your emotions need it's it's incredible and there are a lot of free resources for meditations on youtube um i personally am a big fan of the mimi method i talk about this all the time honestly i should be like an influencer for this app (laughs) but it's great this girl posts the most amazing um most amazing meditations and I do them morning and night. Okay, lastly, I want to say the best thing to cope with the burnout is to focus on what you're also putting into your body as well as what you're 
exuding like energy. So you're putting energy in your body, right? What kind of energy is going into your body? Is it a lot of processed food, a lot of sugary foods? I find personally when I'm burnt out, the last thing I want to do is eat healthy. I just want to grab for that super quick meal, grab for a bag of chips, chow down, feel good, waste no time cooking. It's hard. It's hard to stay healthy when you're burnt out and you just feel like you don't have time. But I'm here to tell you, you can always make time for yourself. You can always make time for your healthy habits. And the moment that you're eating those nourishing foods, those nutrients are actually going to help with your emotional, mental well-being. It's insane, the power of food. So I highly recommend if you're feeling burnt out, even if it's just one meal a day, just try to take, sit down, make a nice, yummy, home-cooked meal. It can be so simple. I've really been vibing with making yogurt bowls lately. In the morning, they take like five minutes to make. It's almond milk yogurt. I use Kite Hill. Super, super good. Um, and then I do frozen blueberries, strawberries, bananas, cacao nibs, chia seeds, coconut flakes. I literally, oh my alarm's going off. I literally just put on whatever I want on my bowl and it is so satisfying to eat as well as to take a picture of because they're freaking beautiful and yeah I just feel like food is powerful and take care of yourself first and foremost because burnout starts with you overcoming it okay cool Next up, I want to quickly mention balancing your life. This actually goes so hand in hand with burnout because when you're not balanced, you are feeling burnout typically. And I am the queen of having an unbalanced life. (laughs) Not something to be proud of, but I definitely struggle with balancing work and play. So I am here to kind of tell you what I've learned in the past week or so about just balancing it. And I want you to know that whatever is stressing you out in this exact moment is temporary. So that project deadline, that test coming up, whatever is worrying you, I promise it will pass. And like I said before, you're not going to care about one grade or one job when you're 80 plus years old. What you're going to care about are your memories, your experiences, your relationships, Things that are actually substantial and matter in your life. So I, once again, I'm not saying that you should not work. You have to work to live. But you can find jobs that make you happy. You don't necessarily need to go down a typical path like everyone else. If sitting in an office isn't your vibe, there are so many other ways, especially nowadays with all of the remote jobs and everything, to find things that do make you money and make you happy. And I think it's really been something I've personally been struggling with is since I am going to graduate soon, just kind of understanding that I don't necessarily need that corporate job. It is security. It gives you security. But even if I did take a corporate job, you don't need to have it for your whole life. You can also do it for one year and then find something else. But there are so many options nowadays, which is really cool for you. Um, Anyway, that's a whole nother little sidetrack thing. But going back to balance, um, I definitely think that you should track how many hours a day you're working versus how many hours a day you are giving time for yourself. So time for yourself is like cooking meals, doing a workout, seeing friends, reading a book, watching Netflix. Once you have that track, just do it for a few days. It's not going to be the most terrible thing to track it. 
see what in your life is taking up all of your time. Is it something you want to take up your time? Is it something you should maybe cut back a little bit on? Look at it that way. And then also just do what you feel like doing. If you feel good hanging out with friends, you feel like you need that right now, you feel like you need more time with your relationships, then do more time with that. Maybe your work will suffer a tiny bit, but you can always bounce back from that. I think it's most important you you know yourself the best. You know what you need deep down. So listen to yourself and do what makes you happy. Okay, final little topic today before I leave you is what you should do when your friends or family members don't have the same health and wellness goals as you. This is something that literally every person on this planet deals with because no one on this planet is the same. So everyone has different goals and different passions and I definitely think it is very difficult when you have those friends that you go out and get ice cream with every time you see them and you have goals to eat healthier that is definitely tough and I have friends like that where I just want to order pie and go do fun dessert little trips and all that stuff um I definitely have to say that if this is a struggle you have those people in your life that you feel like it is harder to hold your goals with you can figure out ways and new activities for you to do with those people that aren't going to make it so difficult to hold to your goals. Okay, I don't know if that's really English, but let me explain it a little bit deeper. I have a friend who whenever I hang out with them, I tend to drink a lot. And for me, I'm personally not a huge fan of drinking. It makes me feel like kind of just eh very depressed the next day, very tired. Um, I get in my head a lot when I drink. Bad emotions happen. Not all the time, but sometimes if I go really hard, that's what happens to me and I don't like it. So I was figuring out that I was drinking a lot with this person and I wanted, I really liked having this friend in my life and I didn't want to get rid of this person. But I also wanted to find other ways I could hang out with them without it being a five-day bender. So I started to invite the person to go to walk with me, go on runs, go to cool healthier cafes and honestly the person was not opposed. They loved it and our relationship became healthier way of lifestyle, way of life instead of just drinking, drinking, drinking. That's just an example for you. Even if you have a family, family member that they always like to have brownies in the house, they never work out, they don't get why you're doing what you're doing, you can always sit down with them and have a conversation about it. Don't bash what they want to do because it's their life, their choices. But instead, you can explain why you're doing what you're doing and be like, is there any way I'm not trying to change your life at all, but I do really want to make this meal and I want you to try it with me. So just have them try it. Don't make it a pressure weird thing. Just start to kind of add in a little bit of your lifestyle into theirs. If they're your family member, just start to be like, can I cook dinner tonight? Can I do this tonight? Do you want to go do this with me? Go on a run, go on a walk, whatever. This sounds really fun. I want, I thought of you. I want to invite you. And it's not forcing them to do anything. They have a choice into the day. If they don't want to eat your meal, they eat your meal. If they don't, they make their own. It's nothing crazy, nothing pressury. So I definitely found those tips and tricks have really helped me. And if there is 
there are people in your life that don't want to support you and your goals, I'm sorry to say it, but those aren't your true friends. Your true friends always will support you and your family members as well. They will support your goals. They will support your dreams and it's your life. So don't let someone else influence your passions and your goals just because they are being selfish and don't want to respect what you want for yourself. On that note, I am going to conclude this podcast episode today. As always, if you have any questions about anything I talked about in the podcast, any feedback, whatever, hit me up. My Instagram is I'm sweaty and I know it. And I have a podcast Instagram, the sweaty sesh. Also, please leave me a nice review as well if you're listening on Apple and subscribe, share with your friends. Oh my goodness, I yawned while I was saying friends. (laughs) It's like seven in the morning. Oh my goodness, that was so funny. Share with your friends and send me requests, topic requests for next week. I love hearing from you. Have a beautiful, amazing rest of your day, my sweaty queen. I will see you later. Bye. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.